0: Hello everyone, welcome back to series two of the Trent Vineyard Young Adults podcast. They said we couldn't do it, but here we are, we've done it. I'm joined by Ellie. Ellie, who even are you? Why are you here? Tell us a small bit about yourself.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm Ellie. Uh, I'm here because I was asked to be, Um, but most (laughs) of the time um, I'm actually a doctor. I work uh, with children and with babies, Um, so this is very much out of my comfort zone. Um, Who are you, Matt?
0: Who am I? Um, Well, I'm Matt, as you may have realised. I uh, work here at Trent on the student team uh, some of the week, and then the latter half of the week, I work uh, with Castle Rock Brewery. Uh, I'm very into my beer, so that's another passion of mine, as well as student work and that sort of thing. And Ellie, a little uh, birdie tells me that straight after this recording, you're actually going straight to work.
1: I am. I'm going in uh, this evening. Um, and I feel much more comfortable about that. I'll have lots of really sick babies. Maybe they're not breathing, but honestly, that's my safe zone. This, I'm I'm well out of my comfort zone. So um, I understand that you've got a bit more experience. So hopefully you'll guide me through this conversation. Oh,
0: well, yeah, as you've alluded to there, I do have experience hosting a podcast. Back in the day for about a year and a half, two years, maybe, I hosted uh, a podcast on professional wrestling. Um, and I would rather be doing that than dealing with sick babies. I don't know if I'd be able to help them.
1: Profes- I didn't know it was professional wrestling.
0: Oh, did I? <laughs> we talked about this before, but I didn't mention that bit. Well, yeah. So if you can find them online, then they're fun. But we're not talking about that today. Um, I actually normally hate the bit at the start of a podcast where they just waffle. So I've become, become that today. But whoops. We're talking about cooling today, Ellie, aren't we? Uh, I mean, this episode is What is Cooling? Uh, but at the start, why are we talking about calling? What What is this? Why are we doing it?
1: Um, yeah, well, this is a young adults podcast. And when in your life are you more looking at what you're meant to be doing than when you're kind of coming out of university, you might have a degree, you might have had a plan. But I think so many people our age in their 20s and even early 30s are thinking, what am I here for? What am I doing? What does God want from me? Um, and I think it's a really, it's a big conversation. And hopefully the little bit that we have today um, might help spark some conversations at home um, and allow people to talk in their small groups, with their friends, even with their non-Christian friends about um, what it might be that God is wanting us to do.
0: Yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah, I back, I back that. That sounds good. So before we get into it, would you just like to pray for us so we can get into our discussions?
1: Of course I do. Um, yeah, Jesus, uh, we give this conversation to you. Would you fill us with your spirit? Would you fill those listening with your Holy Spirit? And um, would you say what you want to say? Would you show us uh, where you want us to go? Um, and I just pray that this would be a blessing to the people who are listening. Amen. Amen. My well, guess to start with, when you first started thinking about calling, what was it? What did you think of?
0: Yeah, good question. Uh, I think, when I think of calling, I, I guess I think of like kind of purpose like i think it goes quite hand in hand with stuff like um, yeah why are we here like what is your calling you can ask someone that and i was i was saying earlier wasn't i i feel like it can be in like a church context it's quite a a christian word like calling like i'm called to this i'm called to that what are you called to but i think it actually applies to like actually anyone i feel like in like the secular the secular world you can also ask someone what are they called to what are your what's your calling what about for yourself mm-hmm
1: um well you're clearly more holy than me um (laughs) because the first thing that came to my head was career i think lots of the time we we equate career and maybe what we're doing to make our money with what god's called us to um but hopefully through this conversation we might dispel that myth um and we might be able to explore a bit more about uh what calling is and that it's maybe a bit more than how you're making your money
0: Maybe you just have a better job than me, so that's why you thought about it.
1: (laughs) Um you work for church, Matt, so I hope I hope that's not 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 what you're thinking. No, Um, I love my
0: job. I love my job. Uh
1: so yeah, I think this first you said it earlier that we're gonna talk about general calling. Um, what is what is calling? And I guess the place to start would be to look in the Bible and I think lots of people maybe jump to what it is specifically they want to do, what their career is or where they're to volunteer or exactly what they individually should be doing for God. But is there somewhere else we can start? Is there something maybe more general that you think is helpful?
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right like everyone's mind I feel like probably would have gone to um what is like my specific calling and don't worry, we will get there. Uh that's that's episode 2 for you so keep your eyes peeled for that one but I think yeah, as you said, where where we thought was best to start is actually that we all do have a general calling. And I think as we're going to talk about in this episode, there's lots of areas in the Bible or things that Jesus said that is actually like applicable for all of us if we consider ourselves to be uh, followers of Jesus. And so, yeah, I think general calling is maybe actually more of a priority than individual calling. I think it's probably better to work out what all of us collectively as followers of Jesus are called to do.
1: Yeah, I think coming into this i was expecting to talk a lot about the individual about me but when i read the bible every time it talks about calling actually you're being called to jesus and i think that's that's primary that's that's what we're all called to every single follower of jesus is called to that one thing and that's called to jesus and to follow jesus and obviously that looks different for each of us and we'll talk a bit more about that in the in the next podcast but let's um Let's go to the Bible. I think that's always helpful. And right maybe on. we can um maybe we can trace a bit about what um the call of God's people has been through the Bible and hopefully that will give us somewhere to to start and to to focus on.
0: So yeah, let's uh go look at what the Bible says and I guess a good place to start is in, in Genesis, the first book. Um and we kind of see what I guess the first instruction to to mankind is the first like calling, I guess, which is general and I guess it still applies to us. It says, uh, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Uh yeah, I mean the thing that jumps out to me, Ellie, is the kind of whole be fruitful thing. Um it's like to to bear fruit. Uh and I guess for that, uh for that context, that would have meant something to them. But what does that mean for us? What do you think?
1: Uh so I think fruit's what produce is produced from a healthy tree, isn't it? Um, and it's it's the enjoyable produce, it's the stuff we can enjoy, it's the stuff that proves that we're growing and we're developing. Um, and in in my context, that doesn't mean gardening, um, but it does look like bringing God's kingdom in, and it means doing the things that Jesus did. So fruit is you know, when you've had a good conversation with someone and that they know a bit more about Jesus, or when you can see that you've been able to take care of someone Um, or you've been able to demonstrate Jesus's kindness. Anything that we do that I think God affirms, that God enjoys, that God would want us to be doing, I think that's fruit. Um, And that comes from work, doesn't it? Like Adam and Eve had to work the land. They had to do something. um, And then it was what came out of that. So I guess whatever we're doing in our life is what comes out of it fruit. Is it stuff that God would enjoy? Is it stuff that God would want? Um, Yeah so um i don't know do you have any more thoughts on that
0: but yeah it's, it's interesting isn't it like i guess um th- this concept of work like they are this passage they are like being called to work they're being called to like work on the land and i think like yeah i think our calling for all of us is to also work like and i guess that can look like lots of different things that doesn't necessarily mean in like uh like a, a paid job like i think we all will like have our work and i genuinely believe that like we are created to do that it's hard to necessarily do nothing i don't believe we're created to sit around and do absolutely nothing
1: we're called to be productive aren't we we're called to produce and that might be fruit in the literal sense or it might be um any way in which we're influence influencing our environment um
0: yeah and you see it in um like in later parts of the bible as well like in the sense that god creating the earth in in the six days and then having the the seventh as like a sabbath and stuff and says in Exodus about like keeping the sabbath holy and six days you shall labor and do all the work but leave the seventh day as a sabbath like that is kind of the um the set example i guess
1: yeah six days of work i think sometimes we're tempted to say god wants us to sabbath six days and maybe do a bit <laughs> of work on the side um but that's not our design is it that we we are designed to do things yeah. um and hopefully to do them with god if you think of the garden god was in that garden with them as um, Adam and Eve worked to extend it, to subdue it, to rule, to to extend God's kingdom, to extend the garden. Um, God was in it with him, and and what an invitation for us to be able to do that with God.
0: Yeah, and he, I guess, he partners with us in each of our proverbial gardens, in whichever like areas of work that is, and um, which is like, it's exciting that in all our be that careers or like family or or housing situations or whatever we do, like that is in a sense our garden for which we are to like do work and I guess that is even more like a highlight of how work is lots of different things it's not just your nine-to-five job or whether whether you work that sort of thing or not
1: and so I guess uh we might ask and the people listening might ask well you've said like extend the garden extend the kingdom work with God but um what does God actually say what are the things God wants what is the fruit that God wants from us and so um we can look at Jesus can't we and I think Jesus always said a, a lot idea. about what we can do. It is always a good idea. Um, so I guess, um, what 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 did Jesus say, Matt? Is there anything that really stands out to you? Is there anything that um, you find really helpful that Jesus Jesus said?
0: I guess the example that springs to mind, and actually it's embedded in my mind, because at my primary school we used to always sing a song about this, which I'm not going to recreate. But it's, Are you sure? Okay, it was, it was Matthew 22, <laughs> verses 34 to 40. That's how it starts. I'm going to do the whole thing. Um, <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's when Thank the, you for that. <laughs> it's when the Pharisee comes to Jesus and he asks him, I guess, like what the greatest commandment is. And Jesus replies. Um, he basically says that the two most important things is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second being to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Um which is interesting. It's like, that is, well, we are followers of Jesus. And those are the two main things that he says for doing his will. So I guess you'd be hard pressed to say that's not our calling.
1: Yeah. um, It's quite, no offense to you, it's it's a bit vague though, isn't it? Like, what does that mean? What does it mean? I guess, what does it mean to love God? What what does that mean?
0: Gosh, what does it mean to love God? We're really hitting the big questions today, aren't we? I don't necessarily feel like I've got the exact answer, um, but I guess, yeah, loving God looks like living your life in line with his will. It looks like surrendering to him. Um, mm. It looks like, I guess, laying down your life um, for him. I guess, biblical reference, laying down your life is a living sacrifice. Romans 12.1. I remember Nana and Hines shouted out that verse on their podcast as well, so clearly a big fan favourite here at Trent Vineyard, Romans twelve one. But yeah, loving God looks like laying down your life and just as a sacrifice to him, serving him, loving him, worshipping him, like in your day to day.
1: There's something that I love that verse too, and there's something someone said, and I can't remember who, so credit to whoever who credit is due, but they said the problem with um, offering your body as a living sacrifice is that living sacrifices get off the altar, like they're not stuck there. And that is always wrong, so... um true for me. It's always so important because, you know, in a moment of worship or of real surrender, I might say to God, Yes, like here I am as your living sacrifice. And then a few days down the line I look at myself and I've I've climbed down from the altar and I'm living my own life again. So um it's just an encouragement that we need to continue to do this. We need to continue to offer ourselves as living sacrifices um before God.
0: Yeah, it's really not a one and done thing, is it? It's really not like you just be like, Oh, okay, I'll do that and then well, I mean, maybe maybe you're some sort of super Christian that can just do it once, but I'm
1: not. I'm not. Maybe some of our listeners. Oh, I meant are. I
0: meant more like <laughs> you, the general listener. Um but well, yeah. It's tricky. It's tricky. And I think, yeah, it does it does look like getting up every day with the intention to lay down your life, which is so tricky because as we say, like if you're if you're working six days, you're likely busy and I guess well there's a whole different discussion we're not going to get into
1: maybe that's series three yeah
0: maybe series three Um, maybe
1: series three is going to be about balance and busyness and um maybe maybe they'll invite us back for it Matt
0: well we'll see how we do (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah in terms of loving God I guess also the other thing that springs to mind for me um is just loving his church like Mm. the the thing that like we have that is for God and by God and to God is the church It's his church it's not our church it's not a building it's not anything that we have created it's like it is god's church we we meet because of him we meet for him um and like yeah i guess loving god looks like loving his church and loving his church looks like serving his church um Mm. which is in itself again another another big thing to do but like i think if you are a, a lover of jesus a follower of jesus then you are like called to attend the church and like be in fellowship with with fellow believers and fellow followers of God that want to love God
1: to be part of that body that Heinz and Nana spoke about last time
0: it was a great series
1: uh, you should go back and listen I think they said everything we want to say really didn't they
0: <laughs> but better
1: but better um so that's loving God and I guess um serving the church kind of slides nicely into what does it look like to love others and that second part of the of the golden, the command that Jesus gave us. Um, And I think uh, I really like it when, you know, Jesus initially he sends out the 12 or he does it himself. Then he sends out the 12 and then he sends out the 72. And when he sends out the 72, he says, um, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received and now freely give. And I just, yeah, what is it that we have, um, I just like to think about what is it that I've received and what is it that I can give and, and as a doctor, that verse for me just it just so affirms what I'm doing with my life um, that, he, that he commands us to heal the sick. But he commands us so many ways to love the least and the lost and to look out for them.
0: And it's so linked to like loving the church. Like if you think about it, the church is actually just a very effective loving others machine. Like in the sense that, OK, we all have the capacity to like love others on our own, like love those around us of those in our circles in our workplace in our living situations in our blah 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 whatever we do but like we can all do that but when we all come together as like a church we have such a great ability to love others just due to like I guess even like money like I think here at Trent Compassion like the, the ability they have to love others like that just wouldn't be able to happen on our own like it's individuals that come together with like money given to the church by its members the like plus volunteers and stuff like the work that Trent Compassion does is is so good and that it would not be able to happen without people loving others and loving the church like they just come so hand in hand mm. um so yeah i think that is broadly what jesus kind of said about loving god and loving others so i think that is another thing that is just our general calling if you are a follower of jesus those are two things that you should consider to be your calling
1: yeah and uh i, I guess at the end of Jesus's ministry as well, he gave out another great calling for all of us and and the Great Commission, which is something we'll have all heard before that um he has authority, but he gives it he gives it to us to go and make disciples and to baptize um and to teach others. And I guess that's a huge part of what Jesus has told us as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. I think like if we if at first when we were looking at what the Bible says about general calling, we went to like genesis at the start but we're like we're going to kind of the end here like Jesus's last words before he goes so I think it's almost inevitable that it'll be somewhat important because I guess you think of like I don't know what what last words you'd give if you were leaving someone or or like on your deathbed well it's gonna be important and Jesus is like he's come through here with um with a big one
1: and and this this commission is it is it just for pastors is it just for the guys who do healing on the street is it just for you know John and Debbie Wright
0: well, the impression that I get from this verse is that it is for everyone. He doesn't there's no kind of clarification, there's no caveat that this is only for people that feel called to it, um, or that like maybe have particular giftings in like in evangelism or anything like it does it seems like inescapable that it, it is for all of us. It seems um inherently general, if you will. Mm. Um, which is both very exciting and very scary
1: it's quite daunting isn't it um, but it's not just evangelism like that list it includes discipleship which i know N- nara and heinz spoke about lots last last um was it episode two of the last series oh it's a great episode one of my favorites um and just you know the role we each have to support our brothers and sisters um to be mentored um and to mentor those around us and, and that doesn't have to look like Something really big, something really formal, something with labels. But it's it's loving your friends, isn't it? It's loving the people around you, wanting them to develop, to become more Christ-like, and hope that other people are investing in you, and that you can also become more Christ-like. Um, but yeah, what a calling for each and every one of us.
0: Yeah, and just the reassurance at the end, like uh, when Jesus says, "And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age." What a reassurance in like in this whole thing. Like, what is our general calling? Uh, all we've considered today like to to like work in our garden to love god to love others to disciple people to like go um evangelize it's like oh gosh that can seem quite daunting like that's the general calling on all all disciples all followers of jesus but we are like we are just not alone in it we are jesus is with us to the very end of the age he gave us the holy spirit to be with us Mm. and also we have like the church around us like a group of other people that are are here like trying to do the same thing as us um and as I said yeah it's so much more effective when we do do it together so it is yeah as we say both daunting and encouraging that that is our calling and it is a big calling and I think we should just maybe focus on it more because I think yeah we don't necessarily always as I say wake up thinking this is what has been commissioned of me this is my calling Hmm.
1: so I guess um yeah, the Bible, we've we've kind of skated over a few things, but just so much is said about um, our job right from the beginning to extend God's kingdom, to extend the garden, to be fruitful. And that that looks like loving God and loving others and um, partnering alongside him and seeing disciples. But that all seems a lot. Um, so I guess what people listening for us and for those listening what is it that um you would encourage people to go away if they want to if they want to delve into this if they want to take hold of this what is it that you'd suggest to people that they go away and do
0: gosh that's a big question um well yeah i think i think part of the point of these podcasts is that there is like actions to go away with it we don't really want it to just be a thing that you listen to and then think oh that was mildly pleasant and then you just go about continuing <laughs> whatever you're doing anyway but um i think one of the things definitely like i guess a lot of the references the reference points for these things we're saying is the bible specifically in the gospels with what jesus says like he gives us this general calling um as you, as you said at the start we are called to jesus above anything else mm. like whether whether you feel like you're absolutely a shoe in called to be a policeman, like <laughs> that's great. But like your primary calling above that is being called to Jesus. Yes. Um, but I think that has to be your priority and like to become more aware of that. I think the best place to start is reading, reading about the life of Jesus and the Gospels and what he says, because yeah, as we go on in the rest of the series, to talk about calling, like I think it's so important that we just have it in the back of our mind that Jesus is our primary calling
1: and I think you said at the beginning this is a question you can ask people in church and out of church and and i'd I'd love to just add that to encourage people to to have this conversation, have it with the people that you trust and you think can speak into your life, but also maybe challenge others with it and say, Well, why are you here? What are you doing um and maybe maybe through that um people might find that that God has a plan for them, and that the plan is to to love him primarily to work alongside him. Um, and to to love people by um, caring for them for looking after them and for for discipling them and for building them up in christ um but yeah what a huge what a huge calling for every single one of us
0: yeah next time we will be talking about um personal calling and how to discern it etc so uh fingers crossed that will be another scintillating episode if you are Looking forward to that as much as I am. So I think I guess that has been uh, all today.
1: That is Nana tells me it's in two weeks' time. The next podcast, um, she's just waving at me in the corner. So yeah, in two weeks' time, uh, we'll be looking at uh, at individual calling. So yes, we're all called to this, but what what is it that I me? What has God got for me? Um,
0: like well, next week is more of just a phrase that means like later not necessarily next specific chronological week so <laughs> that's what i meant by it. um but yeah ellie thank you for joining me today
1: thanks for, thanks for thanks for having me matt and for making this maybe less uh, scary than i thought it was going to be and um, will, will you pray for we pray for us will you pray for the people listening as we go out
0: i will yeah dear lord um i thank you for this conversation we've been able to have today looking at the general calling you have on all of our lives and i just pray that um it would just sink in to our hearts that we wouldn't just know it but it would just yeah as i said sink into our hearts that we would know that you have a calling on each of our lives and that is to you to love you to serve you uh to serve others um and that we would just know this we would go out and do it that these actions and kind of takeaway points would not just be things that we think about or mull over in the week, but it would be stuff that affects the actions that we would just be devoted to you. We would would, uh, be reading about what Jesus says to us and just know that it is for us. Um, So yeah, amen.
1: Amen. Thanks so much, Matt. And I will see you next time.
0: Next two weeks.
1: Two weeks. (laughs) All right.